Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts, and pervs. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast. And I am your slut next door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. So today, I'm talking about a topic that I personally really fucking enjoy on a personal level. So what I'm talking about is misogyny and talking about misogyny in a very positive way and a very, um, how does it fit in like a role play or in porn? So I won't be talking about misogyny in a way where I'm trying to stop it from happening. This will all make sense. I promise. (laughs) So let's hop into it misogyny. So you may know, or you may not know that there's a whole genre out there for misogyny porn. Um, I myself create audios that are, you know, have the misogyny fetish. So before we really dive into anything, let's just do some basic definitions. So at its basis, misogyny is generally a dislike or a prejudice against women. Okay, and so misogyny and porn or misogyny role plays uh, is where a woman consents to this type of treatment, you know, submitting to the patriarchy, um, submitting to the fact that they are inferior to men. And so I also want to take this time to preface my whole episode with this. I love being a woman. I think being a woman is, or can be a very powerful thing. Like I, I feel so much power as a woman. I often feel empowered, um, just because I am a woman and I wouldn't want to be a man. I don't want to be a man. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be anything else, but a woman. And I think other women are great too. Like I am so pro woman, I will call myself a feminist, but sometimes in the bedroom or in a role play, or even I've watched misogyny themed porn, it's just really fucking hot. So before anyone tries to ever come at me and say, you know, you're a woman hating woman, whatever, um, please do not come at me with that because I love being a woman and I will stand up for a woman, um, till the day I die. But when it comes to sex, you know, some things are just enjoyable and sex can be a very fun and explorative place. And so if someone is like myself or another man or another woman is wanting to delve into this, it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make them a misogynist or a woman hating woman, you know, type of deal. So that's all I'll say on on that. The rest is just going to be, you know, very misogynistic. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I think the biggest thing too, and I think you'll find this theme without my pot or throughout my podcast, I hope is that 
sex can be fun. And it's fun because a lot of times sex can be fantasy, especially porn. Porn is sexual fantasy, right? I mean, and then in, when you're role playing, it's a fantasy. Like it's a time for adults to act like kids and um, in a way and like play pretend, right? Whether you're role playing doctor, patient or teacher, student, it's fun. And so it really bothers me when people take um, like something like misogyny and in the sexual setting and then want to say that, well, that person's a misogynist. No, because sex is just like this fun. It can be a fun activity where you can be anything. Um, so, yeah. So let me talk about misogyny and, you know, as a fetish. I would define it as this. Um, you know, it's when a woman or a man, well, when they both rather, think that women are only good for breeding and fucking. <laughs> and it's easy to think that way because, you know, women were born with, with, you know, these breeding machines, <laughs> you know, like my body can breed a child. A man can't. Um, also, women were born with tits <laughs> and really fat asses sometimes, you know, and shapely bodies. So, you know, when you're doing the misogyny fetish, that's kind of played up and that women are supposed to look pretty. Women are supposed to wear heels and wear makeup and look slutty because um, we were born to be that way. And that's a fun thing to play on, if at least for me, you know, in that I can, because I am such a strong woman in my everyday life, sometimes it's fun to be in the bedroom and just be like, Fuck yeah, I'm just this piece of meat and I've got three fuck holes and you can use them however you want. I mean, that's such a fun place to be. And it's, it's fun because you get to just like kind of lose your headspace. Like you just empty everything out of your mind and you're only focused on pleasing a cock or pleasing a man. I mean, that's a great place to be sometimes. I want to preface that sometimes. I like, so that's the thing with me is I don't want to do misogyny fetish every single day. I feel like it's a, a mood I get in, you know, or, or maybe there's a man that, that makes me feel that way, you know? So, <clears throat> um, you know, another part of the misogyny fetish is the understanding that the understanding that men get whatever they want, even rape, you know, so that's, that's a, that can be a hot button topic, but it's fantasy, it's play, it's pretend, it's a role play. You know, I think it's really hot in porn or whether it be in my own bedroom where I'm telling a man that you can have whatever you want, like, please rape me. Well, it's not rape if I'm asking for it, but that kind of role play and that play is fun. You know, um, there's a lot of women that, that have a rape fantasy and I feel like nowadays it's maybe they're scared to admit it or scared to say it, but of course this is the slot next door and I'm going to say it <laughs> and that it's okay 
to say that I have fantasies of being raped. And my personal opinion on it is that, you know, inherently as a woman, it feels good when a man just wants to fucking take me, you know? And so in a role play where I feel safe and I'm consenting essentially, it's fun to role play that I'm not consenting, if that makes sense. Um, you know, it's fun to say, oh no, I don't want it, you know, <laughs> while someone's fucking me. Um, that's a fun role play. So that's part of the misogyny fetish there is that, you know, women are just pieces of rape meat. So, um, some people really, really like the self degradation of misogyny fetish. So that's where a woman, um, degrades herself or the man is doing the degrading and it's degrading parts of a woman that are sensitive. So, um, you know, saying that a woman is not smart, you know, just a brain dead whore, um, or even bringing up that they're worthless, you know, nothing is worth anything except their fuck holes or even, you know, some body shaming. So small tits, fat tits, fat ass, overall fat. Um, these are ways that, you know, in that misogyny fetish, people like to see that degrading happening. Um, so that's part of it. And I can't help but try to connect the pieces here and that, you know, as a woman, I can say it's sometimes it's challenging being a woman because we're held to such a high degree in terms of our appearance. Um, there's a lot of value or worth that, that you can associate with the way that you look, right? So if, if you're not skinny enough or if your tits look weird or if they're not big enough, um, or if you got a flat ass, you know, it's, it's hard not to internalize that and, and feel ashamed of it. So if you listen to my previous episode about men and humiliation, um, it's the same thing. It's sometimes I think it's nice for a woman to, you know, have those insecurities, but in the misogyny fetish, it's that insecurity is stripped away and it's raw and vulnerable and then turned into something pleasurable. So, um, another piece of the misogyny fetish is, uh, some people like, you know, pretty violent use of women. So of course, if this is happening in real life or, you know, within porn, there's not real damage happening. Yeah. She might be getting her face slapped, but she likes that. Like I, for one, I love having my face slapped. (laughs) I I can't even hardly explain why, but I just love it. And, um, in the right setting though, I I don't want any man that I'm having sex with to slap me. I have to feel some trust there, but yeah, there's something like super hot about it. Um, I also like being spanked. Uh, that, that could fit in the misogyny fetish. There is, and I feel like this goes more into the audio porn side of things, there is some glamorization of women have women having abused faces 
So it's really glamorizing physical abuse. So, of course, you know, if you're into that, you're not saying that, you know, yeah, I want every woman to be beat by men. You know, it's it's a role play. It's a fantasy. You know, uh, I'll bring it more real world or example, rather. I did a custom audio for a gentleman. And he was very much into the facial abuse and the misogyny fetish. So, you know, in this audio, I say in this role play that, you know, I'm a woman and that I'm telling this therapist in, in this audio role play that, you know, having a man beat my face, punch my face, first of all, you know, I'm a woman, so I automatically submit to a man and him abusing me is something he wanted to do to me or he thought that I needed it. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the bruises that he gave me. It gives me attention. You know, it's, it's just a play on that. Right. And, you know, that's, that's a big piece of the misogyny fetish for some people is, um, the violence behind it. Um, throat fucking a woman so hard that, you know, she's crying or, you know, just a big, huge mess. She's going to mess of slobber coming out of her mouth. You know, that's part of it. Um, another part of the misogyny fetish is bimbofication and bimbofication is where, and women actually do this in real life. I've, I've seen pictures and read blogs. They dedicate their life to looking like a bimbo. So, you know, plastic surgery out the ass, you know, uh, blonde hair puffed out, uh, or pumped up lips, ass implants, fake tits, you know, body modifications, like the whole taking out ribs and shit, just so they have a tighter waist, just crazy shit, you know? And so that's part of the misogyny fetish is, just becoming a bimbo because that's what men want. That's what men really want, you know? And okay, that's, that's a fantasy talk there. I know that's not what all men want, but that's part of the misogyny fetish. It's, it's playing on the male and female, um, energy and what male and female should be inherently. It's playing on those things. So it's saying that, first of all, that men are, you know, just like animalistic uh, rapists that just want to abuse and fuck women, which obviously isn't true. A lot of men aren't like that. Um, I know there's some crazy people out there that are like that. And then it's playing on a woman just being completely, you know, bembified and submissive and just totally empty, like an empty shell. And it's just there to serve men. So it's playing on those two kind of inherent feelings of gender. And so especially if misogyny fetish is new to you, you might be thinking, okay, why would a woman ever be turned on by this? Well, I can answer that because misogyny fetish turns me on. 
The first reason is that it's fun. I <laughs> know that sounds corny, but it is fun. It's fun to say things like, you know, I'm a piece of rape meat with three fuck holes for any man to take advantage of and use. That's fun to say for me, at least. Um, it's fun to play on gender. It's kind of like race play to me. It's, we shouldn't be saying this because, you know, we live in, in a day and age where women are powerful and we are, we're fucking awesome. Um, but it's fun to kind of take a step back and a sexual setting and kind of really highlight the inherent female characteristics, um, for the sake of fetish. It's fun to do. Um, Another reason is it's taboo. That's a, always a big reason for me for a lot of different fetishes. If I'm not supposed to say it, it turns me on. <laughs> it turns me on to say things I shouldn't be saying. Or it turns me on to say things that would make people, you know, blush. Um, so that's misogyny fetish is pretty taboo. And it feels good to say things that are taboo, you know, it's that, it's a thing that I feel like I talk about all the time as a taboo content creator is that idea that, oh, it f it's so wrong, but it feels so right. You know, that, that's a hot button phrase for a lot of people. If you're just an overall taboo lover, you love it because it's wrong, but it feels so good. Um, so that's a big reason I like misogyny fetish saying things like I have three fuck holes and I'm not good for anything else. Okay. I know I'm good for a lot of things. I'm very valuable, but it's so taboo and so wrong to say that. And that's what turns me on about it. Um, it feeds into the inherent characteristics of being female, like, you know, as a female, sometimes it does feel very natural to be submissive to men, you know, um, especially if you're raised up in a certain culture, which I was raised pretty traditional, like in a traditional setting to where, you know, the man was the breadwinner and the woman, the wife stayed home and take, took care of the kids. Um, that's how I grew up. So those inherent female characteristics are within me in my kind of like DNA and identity. So it's, there's something about playing into that, you know, being submissive to men just because they're a man. Um, it's also f that feeling of being taken. I feel like that's an inherent female characteristic, uh, being taken being chased and misogyny fetish can play into that where, you know, a man, you were nothing but a piece of fuck meat for a man. That's a feeling of being taken and used. Um, and that sounds really funny because that's a, I'm describing a female feminine characteristic, but I'm talking about it within a fetish, <laughs> that degrades women. 
that that's quite the interesting point there. Um, because honestly, for me, sometimes I feel most feminine when I'm being like submissive to a man. Like if I, for example, if let's say I have a boyfriend, okay, and we go out on a date and I get all dressed up for him, dress, heels, you know, nails done, hair did, makeup, I'm doing that for him. And, you know, honestly, I'm doing it for me a little bit, but, but a lot of reason is for him. I want to look pretty for him. And that's very submissive. That's a very feminine quality, uh, dressing up and, and being all feminine. Um, that makes me feel powerful though. And I don't know if I'm alone or if that's, uh, feeling other women get, I don't know, but I feel most feminine when I am all dolled up and I'm not talking bimbified like I was before, but when I am looking like a proper female, you know, dressed up, makeup and everything. And then to bring it even further, so let's say after the date, we, we go home and, um, I have some sexy lingerie underneath and that lingerie, kind of creates this urge for him to really like fuck me hard and, you know, uh, push me on the bed and just fucking ravage me. I feel most feminine when that happens. So misogyny fetish brings those feelings to me when a man is so turned on by my feminine qualities that he turns into you know, an, another man, like so animalistic and primal that he just has to fuck my brains out. That, that shit's hot. <laughs> and my point is it makes me feel most like a woman. And that's, that's my, my side of it though, because like I said, I grew up pretty traditionally, you know, so like being taken by a man like that, of course, because I, I was raised that way, it's going to make me feel most like a woman. Another taboo fun thing to say in the misogyny fetish is saying that since I have a cunt or since, <laughs> let me back up because cunt is a very popular, I I think it's a very popular kind of phrase in the misogyny fetish, a cunt, you know, it's pretty degrading, but I love it. <laughs> so having, because I have a cunt, um, it doesn't matter if my cunt gets pleasure. All that matters is if it's being used by cock or breeding. Like <laughs> I'm here to tell you that my cunt loves to receive pleasure. <laughs> I spend a lot of time giving my cunt pleasure. So that's not something I believe obviously, but it's so fun and taboo to take away my pleasure in a role place kind of scenario and say that this cunt is nothing but a breeding factory. It's nothing but, you know, a piece of fuck hole for a man. That's just hot. It's hot to play on. I also wanted to bring up a pretty misogynistic, uh, porn series that, I have literally watched for years. It's been a favorite of mine for years. I don't 
follow it really closely. So I don't know if it's still like active or whatever, but it's definitely out there on the porn sites. Public disgrace. So public disgrace is where sometimes it's a female dominant. Uh, sometimes it's a male dominant, but there's always one dominant and they take a submissive woman and they take them to a public setting. And so usually it's, it's a played up public setting, like a bar or a bookstore. And obviously it's not like Barnes and Noble or <laughs> an Applebee's. It's some set up porn setting, but, um, they've got all these people, all these normal looking people in the bar, or the bookstore, and they just degrade the shit out of this submissive woman. And they really play up the misog the misogyny, you know, and that these girls are nothing but whores and, you know, fuck holes and abuse. And it is just incredibly, incredibly hot. I've always fantasized about being in a similar situation where I am nothing but this piece of meat that is purely there for, for one entertainment, because I am an exhibitionist. I I'll admit that I like, I like putting on a show. So, you know, it plays into that as well. But, um, I'm just this shell of a woman with fuck holes and a body and all these people are going to use it. You know, if that man wants to come up and finger my cunt, he's going to finger my cunt because it's public disgrace. It's, uh, you know, so that's, it's a play on that. And it's just so freaking hot. Um, and it's hard for me sometimes to really put it into words, but I do see a connection between with that series, with the exhibition and the misogyny is just showing off, you know what, I, I can be a good whore. I'm going to show you how much of a good whore I am by taking all this fucking abuse by a group of people. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and the misogyny fetish also really plays into my slut identity, which I described in episode one. It's, um, I, I used to be super submissive, you know, it's, when I was in my early days of my kind of kink journey, I qualified myself as full on hundred percent submissive. And I also have submissive qualities naturally, but the older I get, I've noticed I, the less submissive I am, which is interesting. And, and I would say it's been within the past few years where I don't want to submit to any man unless there's just, he has certain qualities and it's very rare that I, that I feel that way about a man. So yeah, it's that slut identity wants to be used by a misogynist. You know, I, I want my holes to be used over and over by men. And, you know, there's also that slot identity really, really likes come. Like I really, really like knowing that I can milk out as many loads as I can, <laughs> you know, and that 
the more loads I can milk out, the better job I did. Um, so yeah, it, fe- it feeds into that side of me for sure. But, um, I wanted to bring this episode too into the flip side. So you've got my female side that I just fumbled through why I like it. I hope that all made sense. But so, you know, what if you're a man and you come into misogyny porn or an audio and you watch it or you listen to it and you're like, oh my God, that turned me on. I'm so shocked. Like, and that, that has happened. I can think of someone in particular that has told me, you know, came to me for a custom audio and they're like, you know, I'm going to ask you for this, but I'm going to tell you misogyny is new for me. And I'm still just shocked why I like it because I worship women. I love women. And I want to tell you guys that because you like misogyny porn or you like misogyny role play, it does not make you a misogynist asshole at all. It's, it's the same thing that I'm probably talking about as a woman. It's just super fun to play on those roles, those extreme roles, and that a woman is super submissive to you. Um, and you're not alone. There are plenty of men. I mean, thankfully we live in a world where plenty of men have a lot of respect for women. I mean, a ton of respect. And then you have a lot of men, not a lot. I I actually don't run across them, but you know, there are men out there that don't have any respect for women, for women and fuck them. But, um, you know, it just, it just ties back in my opinion that sex can be fun. It can be different. It can be what we don't always think it should be. And if it's consensual, why not? You know, like if you come across a girlfriend or your wife or something that enjoys this, why not treat her like a piece of rape meat when she wants it and tell her that she's, you know, a worthless whore. If she likes that, that's okay. And if it turns you on, that's okay too. I'm sure there's other things that turn you on that, you know, are complete opposite of that. Um, I just think that for men, I would imagine, I'm not a man, so I can't say, but just using my brain, I would think that it's kind of like for me, playing on your inherent masculine characteristics probably feels really good in the bedroom. Like, I would imagine that, you know, yeah, I got this fucking cock, why don't you God damn, please it, woman, you know, whatever. Um, I would imagine that's hot for a man because you, you know, have these masculine characteristics that you're born with. And then you have these masculine, um, masculine ways that you're expected to be like in society or in your family, um, and maybe you feel insecure about it and, and misogyny porn or misogyny role play, it makes you feel more masculine to, to play into that. You know, I say, as long as you have that respect for women that I'm sure you have and that other woman is consenting, why not? You know, so 
I hope this conversation helps uh, men and women understand that feeling these kinds of ways are okay in a sexual setting where it's safe and legal and consensual. You know, we can do anything in fantasy, anything, because it's a, it's not real. You know, it's inside of our heads or it's in our bedroom. So we can do, we can do anything that we want to do. You just have to set up the playground and play in that playground. So I'm going to go into some listener questions or feedback. So just so you know, I have a Discord server for this podcast and I like to ask questions or I'm sorry, have others, you know, the listeners ask questions. And this week I kind of wanted to poke and prod for something. So I asked this question. I said, what is your favorite way to see a woman degrade herself and why is it hot? So I really like this um, answer I got from one of the listeners. He said that dubious consent is usually my preferred method. The woman doing something she doesn't particularly want to do or comfortable with. No outright force or coerce, but clearly distance from. I don't truck too much with outright force or brutal degradation, but that feels too much like simply outright rape. So I did like how he said dubious consent um, and that that's hot for me as a woman too. And I've, I've actually been in that scenario where I was dating a man and I did things for him sexually that I thought I would never do, but I was happy to do them because I wanted to prove to him a lot of things. I wanted to prove to him how much I loved him. I wanted to prove to him um, how much of a good girl I could be for him. Um, And obviously I, I wasn't, it wasn't some toxic relationship where I was doing them because I thought I had to. I wanted to. I made the choice to do those things for him. And it was really, really hot to prove myself to him. Um, so I, it made me think of that story when I, when I read that, um, that feedback from this listener, the dubious consent. I love it. Um, he also had something very fascinating to say. Um, so when I asked, you know, why is a woman degrading herself hot? Here's what he says. He said, I suspect part of it is a childish revenge component. Most of my sex life has been and continues to be geared around pleasuring my partner or wife, my partner and her comfort defines everything in the exchange. I think the fantasy of disregarding her wishes, preferences is empowering. Wow. I I was really blown away by this for the best reasons, not because I was disgusted by it. Um, I, for one, you can see that this man loves pleasing his partner, right? There's a lot of men like that, that just love giving women pleasure. And that's always so much appreciated. But 
he's identified a part of himself where he has a fantasy of disregarding her wishes for his own pleasure and it empowers him. That's, that's fucking hot. I'm sorry. That's hot. Um, I hope you jerk off to that because that's a really fun thing to jerk off to disregarding your partner's preferences for your own pleasure. That's really hot. Um, okay. Another listener had some really great things to say as well. So this gentleman says, I find this kind of porn, some of the most transgressive and therefore most arousing content out there. It's arousing to me because in real life, I don't like misogyny at all. I dislike Andrew Tate, for example, and all that he stands for. I legit think I'm a feminist, but the fantasy porn misogyny still plays to the part of my brain that grew up in a somewhat misogynistic culture. There's a part of me that wants to dominate women as if they were less than men and wants to treat them like shit. Those fantasies used to make me feel ashamed and self-critical. However, I'm learning to accept those feelings and express them in sexual play, which feels good and healthy. My question, I swear there's a question coming, is to do with this. When I look on, say, motherless for misogynistic porn, I sometimes look at the comments and I think, hmm, it looks like a lot of these guys legit actually hate and despise women. And I feel strange. I still look at the porn. It just feels weird sometimes. Miss Beatrix, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think there are a lot of pervs like me who are into misogyny porn? Or am I just an ice cube floating in an ocean of actual hate? <laughs> so well said. Your whole response, really. Um, and I want to point out something that hit me is that him and I share kind of the same uh, core of why we like misogyny fetish is because we grew up in a culture where women were submissive to men. So I found that interesting that we both share that and we both like misogyny porn. Um, so yes, I, I can even, when you talked about the comments on the misogynistic porn, I could just imagine what the men are saying, but you have to remember that they're probably like jerking off, like typing those things out. Right. And so when men jerk off, you guys tend to say some crazy shit <laughs> or maybe it's just fun for them to say it, you know, and in, in a place where it's safe to say it, um, or maybe they can be complete assholes. <laughs> Who knows? But so your question, do you think there's lots of pros like me that are into it? Or is there a notion of hate? I don't think there's an ocean of hate. I know that it's out there. I'm not stupid enough to know that there are people out there that are misogynist assholes. I know that. But, you know, in my experience working with actual pervs that are into this fetish, they're extremely respectful. You know, like it's, it's actually quite, quite funny. I've sat back and watched these things. Like I'll have a really nice gentleman, you know, message me and say, 
hey, love your work. You know, I'd love to order a custom, you know, and the custom might be, I want you to talk about, you know, <clears throat> a woman that is spreading her message of misogyny and, you know, begs men to rape her because she's worthless and then she gets fucked by dogs, you know, whatever, whatever crazy misogyny kind of thing you think of, just totally filthy. And then the next thing he'll say is, you know, this is such a great process. Thank you. I love your work, Miss Beatrix. Like, you know, just super, super nice and super complimentary. If he was really a misogynist prick, he wouldn't be complimenting me, right? <laughs> Or I think if he really was a misogynistic asshole, he wouldn't even be listening to a woman's audio because, um, you know, he, he would think I'm just a worthless piece of dumb trash. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you that at least the ones that I've spoken to, the, the guys that are into misogyny fetish are really just like seem like normal guys. They just really like to jerk off to it. And I don't blame them. I jerk off to it too. <laughs> I jerk my clit off to misogyny porn. Um, my next listener has some comments on misogyny. They say that their favorite related activities without context are things like using a leash and collar, open mouth gags, piss play. The best memories I have playing like this were attempts to push boundaries and get both of us into a more primal headspace. Nothing like the look in a woman's eyes as she realizes she's doing something horrible, with little thought to why, just for my enjoyment. The women I've talked to about this highlight things like the catharsis and not fighting back, coping with trauma, or just pushing limits. It's hot to me because it makes me feel absolutely powerful in ways I can't experience otherwise, which is the point, I suppose. I'm generally all for people finding ways of escaping reality. I can't really see myself doing any of these kinds of things as a routine part of a, of a relationship, so it has to live in fantasy role play. Some people test themselves by climbing mountains or running marathons. Maybe giving in to this kind of treatment is a similar test. And for me, an exercise in control and awareness. Okay, first of all, I love your self-reflection. Perfect. I love that. And that, <laughs> I'm going to go on a side tangent. That to me is a complaint with most people in sex is they're not realizing that sex is not only feels great, you know, and is pleasurable, but you can really learn about yourself through sex and kinks. You can learn so many things about yourself. And what you just said is a example. Um, okay. So I love, love, love. I agree. The look in a woman's eyes when they're doing something like really terrible and really fucking depraved for a man. Wow. That is hot. Yeah. That turned me on reading that, 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 that's a really hot comment to make. I was actually talking to someone here recently about how I don't, and I won't do things like jump out of planes or ride roller coasters. I don't like that type of adrenaline rush. I find my adrenaline rush through sex. 
because I do some crazy or I have done some crazy things for the sake of sex and kink. Um, so that really spoke to me as well. But I have to tell you, I, I do recognize and I think it's totally valid that you said that, you know, you can't see yourself doing it as a routine part of your relationship. And that's that's great. I'm the same way. I couldn't do it every day. Um, I just get in certain moods, right, where I feel like, you know, I really just want to be treated like a piece of meat, <laughs> basically. Um, but I know one of my misogyny customers, actually, he is married to a woman that I've told him, I'm like, you, you better keep this woman for the rest of your life because she is such a good slut for you. It seems, and I don't know, I, I'm not in their everyday life, but <clears throat> it seems they do a lot of misogyny type play. And she does a lot of like degrading things for him. And it's just, I'm totally impressed. I'm like, these people are married. And, I mean, that I, I've always been impressed with that. So I think that, you know, not saying that me and you are wrong. I'm just saying people have their different levels, you know, of how much they can do it. Um, obviously, they're a great match because doing degrading things to yourself can be exhausting <laughs> physically and mentally. Um, okay, next listener. This one's a comment as well. They said, every time I decide to take in content of this fantasy, I need a quick escape hatch. This content walks the razor edge between it's just fantasy and nope, 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 not for me. Sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it starts out fine, but accelerates really quickly or takes a surprise wild turn, which just makes my stomach lurch. I, first of all, um, the way you wrote that out was adorable. Um, yeah, there, there's misogyny porn out there. There's some like hardcore shit out there. And that's why th to me, there's like different avenues that you can go down into misogyny. You know, you can go into the violent part. Um, there's a lot that don't have any violence in it. So yeah, I think it's just kind of learning what, what it is that you like about the misogyny fetish and just making sure you're seeing that porn. Um, yeah, so let's see. Next listener comment um, was someone that said, naturally, I enjoy the woman submitting themselves for abuse and then getting excited by it. The confusion inherent to Jenna Tarp's heroes as depicted in St. Monica's School for Girls makes me sweat. By the way, that was a porn link. So if you're curious, the title of that again is St. Monica's School for Girls. The girl masturbating as her friends pee on her or as they spit on her. She's a special kind of fucked up and I love it. <laughs> So yeah, that, that is hot women that are submitting themselves full on no question for abuse and then loving it. And I can relate to that. Like, 
<laughs> there is something about being like face fucked. And I'm talking like down my throat, gagging, slobbering all over the place, makeup running down my face. There is something about that that turns me on. Like I will be physically just dripping from that. And it's that abuse. It's that use, you know, being taken like that. It's so fucking arousing. So I can agree with that. And I've actually watched um, some porn where, you know, women are on their knees and their mouths are open, looking gorgeous and so slutty. And that man is just pissing right in their mouth. And I'm like, that is so fucking hot. Like the look on their faces sometimes, they're just like in pure ecstasy, like being pissed in their mouth. Like it's incredible. <laughs> it really is hot because you're like, you know, this bitch is, this bitch is nasty and I love it. Um, and that's a true, to me, that's a true slut, <laughs> right? Like being used and showing off and all those things together turns her on super hot. Well, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to episode, shit, I think it was seven, <laughs> um, on misogyny. Are you enjoying the slot next door? I really hope you are because I am. You should come over to my discord server where you can ask those listener questions, interact with me, get to know others in the server and just enjoy our delicious porn channels. Just chock full of fetishes and kinks. We actually have a porn channel just for misogyny and there have been, ugh, it's hot. <laughs> it's super hot. Um, but you can find this discord server by going to discord.gg slash slut next door. Or you can follow me on Twitter and you can find me there at, at slut underscore next underscore door. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.